Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Welcome back, episode 101 with You're Brent not going to be doing that before 101. Yeah, 101, hon. Yo, trying to date us or something. Call out fucking culture. I'm your host, Zilla Rock. I'm extremely tired and drinking. <laughs> Bob Dylan branded whiskey was like he's not rich enough. He needs to license his name to whiskey companies. So then dads get shit like this on Father's Day. I mean, to that. You, you know what's like funny? Bob Dylan. You know what's funny about um my my life? Maybe, maybe you guys can relate to this as a rapper. Curly Castro's here, Alaska's here, Prime Rock's here. Um, do you ever deal with that thing in your life where we're all in this show and we're all friends because every day we think about rap, listen to rap, create rap, talk about rap, text and tweet about rap. But there's people in your family that are like, oh, no, uh, you like the Rolling Stones. No, you like Bob Marley. You like, I don't know, Paul Abdul. Like they just kind of sidestep your lifelong obsession and pursuit and activities Mm -hmm. because you also had a nice run in your life with another genre of music. Does that affect anyone else except me? Uh no, no, not as much as like them hyper trivializing my. Oh, shouts to that! I like that. Where it's like, you like hip hop? What do you think of? And it's just like you know, the worst <laughs> thing ever. Or, no, like, my mom just thinks I should be making all the moves. Oh, you know, you should have whispered on a song. Mm. You see what Snoop Dogg is doing? Why don't you? She's got advice. That? She's mm. got advice. That's all my mom says. It's like super high, highly successful people since their teenage years. I should have been doing that. Yeah, That's my mom told me to just make one hit and then I don't have to do anything else. Why, like, why don't I think like that? Right. Just one hit. And then she's like, one hit wonders. They have it all figured out. They made one song and then now they're rich. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> just like good. that. And they're all rich right now. Still. Yeah, they're all still. And rich. the irony is we are all trying to make one damn hit every nah. damn day. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Make hits. Oh, yes, all I this am. time on when? albums. Anytime, like, any chance I can make hits. hits. That's just, I mean, in, I don't it's, think you're trying to make it's a in hit. Few, it's in futility, but yeah, we're all trying to make a damn hit. Nah, Who's not trying to make we're, a hit? We're, we're indie for a reason, bro. Nah, I don't Who's think not you're, trying I, to I make a good song? No, no, no. A good song and a hit is good separate. Song, yeah, very different. That's different. what I mean. Yeah, but, uh, but, what do you uh, mean by that? I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, we're all trying to make very good songs, not just good sure. songs anymore. Sure. And you want to have good songs. And, and the definition of good hit. songs. A hit is friggin' bust a move. Right, right. Very but a definition of hit is relative. Hit. If you want a song that everyone in all our orbit is like, that's a definitive banger from Castro. That, that's you know, what, I'm not saying we're out making. We're well, trying try, to make are you trying to get a Hot 97 or right. all that other? I'm not saying we're trying to make pop songs every day. That's what I'm trying to say. We're trying to make very good songs. Very good songs can be hit songs. I didn't say pop. Well, that's that's how I, when, when I say hit, I mean, I apologize. Oh, that's neither here nor there. A man with a lot of great songs is Bram Rock. Load couple, bearing crow's feet. Couple hits, couple hits, couple in hits in the in the chamber. You just haven't yo, heard of me. Yo, man. Yo, you, you got producers shook out here with this Prairie Barn shit. <laughs> shook. Um, shook. It's amazing. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about Prem Rock, the hit producer. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's properly introduce. Jesus, you've been on the Christ. show like seven times. People, yeah, yeah. Prem Rock's on the show tonight. We are here. Excuse me, excuse me. He's the fourth Prem Rock's on the show tonight. We're here to talk about his wonderful release, "Load Bearing Crow's Feet." 
Okay, we can say the title of the record we talked about. I just about. did. I literally no, just did. I don't know. You, you I just did. You, you I don't cut know what me you off, doing. as I said, you, Lil Barry Crosby. No, I don't know He's what you're doing. He's one of the best producers in the I world. I don't know what you're doing. You're talking <laughs> about production. We're talking about the whole album. From the album, Lil Barry's available on Backwood Studios. Oh, oh now yeah. you want LLC. Oh, oh good. <laughs> yeah. Now you got it. You got it. Partner. I got go it, ahead, baby. I'm rolling. Yo, you know what line I just caught randomly? This is totally off topic. On Stove God Cooks on the Pete Rosenberg album. He says, "Why are we talking says, about that?" He says, "Yo, man, he no, says, no, wait, let I me just say about no fucking stove he, got cooked." He are says, you kidding me? Because we're talking about Prim Rock's album. <laughs> this is the fifteenth topic you at brought this up. Point, in that at this point, I want to hear the line. I want to hear. Stove God says, "My mic different. I'm Bob Barker." <laughs> that, that skinny ass mic. Alaska's clapping. Yeah, yeah. He's chuckling like a hobo eating a can of beans. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> That's a fantastic line. That's a wonderful line. Anyway, sorry. That's not here or there. Uh, Prime Rock's here. A wonderful album. Castro's right. Half a shrapnel, one-fourth of Wrecking Crew. What was your your first rap crew called, by the way? Oh, uh, Central Intelligence. Yes, Central Intelligence. Alaska, what what was your pre-Adams first rap crew? Wrecking Crew. (laughs) No, but it was really called Wrecking Crew. It was like me and my boys. We called ourselves Wrecking Crew. Oh, shit. Kendra, what, was your, what was your first rap crew? My first rap group, you know what I was in? Yeah. Crew, like the crew you were yeah. affiliated with. Nem- I was in a rap group to start, but what do you mean? Which What's one the name? What's, What's the name? What's, What's the name? Oh, Nemesis. Nemesis. Word. Shut up. Yeah, my, my, shut up and move my, on. You know what mine was? Shut up. Yeah, what was yours? No, 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 no. What's yours? It was Watch divine, divine Evil. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> You're doing hardcore, why aren't you? I mean, yo, I, I, well, I, I you're definitely trying to make what it on the What the hell did the evil have to do with anything? Seriously. We were divine, but we yeah, were also divine evil. evil. I mean, hello, you know, with two sides Those of the coin. Yeah, one, one, wow. one tattered <laughs> copy of Behold a Pale Horse between the. the I didn't know what that was. Freedom. I was just, you I was were just real in the influenced school. by the flatliners. So, what was the divine? What was the divine? So live evil, just live evil. Well, live evil is. I love that video when the guy jumps off the the wall and then the other guy hangs himself. I said, "This is amazing." I was just (laughs) like, "Dude, rapping out of the grave, Russell Simmons." Because at the end of everybody's first verse, they kill themselves. Now afterwards, I think they all come back like being half dead. But that was. Wait, that was Russell, right? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, is, is that, that was the worst amazing. case of nepotism in music industry history? That was an amazing that that got shot. Uh, they shot I don't know if it's the worst case. Those at, least it's, at least Those it's memorable. Mm. I'll mm. never forget that that happened. Those, like, when he jumped <laughs> off the, the, and he hung himself, that's a set. Like, they had a, like, fake tree and the wall, oh, and then the God. guy jumped off that wall. I said, what the hell? I like how Ru- Russell Simmons' nephew walked in the office of Def Jam one day. It's like, Uncle Russ, have you ever heard of Grave Diggers? He was like, no, fuck that. He's like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> we, we, we shall get a Perfect. deal with Flatliners. Somebody was online talking about Grave Diggers came out before Woo me, and all. Me, and, was, me and Mighty Healthy. We were, that we was weird. Shout to Mighty Healthy. He was on I know, I'm, 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 I'm Big ups to him, but I thought that was he's weird because there was no way for guy. that to happen. Yeah, no, I know, but there was guy. no way for that to happen because he's doing the Rizzo, you know, Woo was Rizzards, like. He was right. in a group like that was, you know, he was doing that. He, made, he made six feet deep before 36 chambers, but then six feet deep came out and then 36 chambers hit at the, it was perfect timing for grave diggers. My, but my yeah, point my is a year apart. Yeah. And my point is no, the no, group, no. the one he cared about it was, was like cool. a year apart. It was what year man. was grave diggers was 94. Because yeah, he like, started the grave diggers album way before 36 came out way before. And then they kind of just but, sat there for a year trying to get signed. Didn't my, uh, my youngest brother, ghost bongo found it in my, uh, CD ROM 
in my computer when he was like really young, like six. Oh, game, that's it, a life changing. Yeah, moment, he put it bro. on and he was like, he, he thought it was he thought it was awesome. Dude, like, that that changed my life. On, on the I, CD. I heard it. Yeah, it wasn't like it. a big hip hop dude. He was in the punk. Like his oh. first his first love was punk. So he was like, he was like that was a really. He's I didn't know rap sounded could sound like. But that. that's why Flatliners to me was whatever because when I think of Grave Diggers, I thought I thought of their contemporary was three six. I wasn't putting them with other like way before them, weren't they? I was that's that was that was my parallel to them. Oh, I, I didn't like three six mafia growing up because my best friend was huge Bone Thugs fan. Ah. So I kind of rode with Bone Thugs and that whole beat. Instead of right. And uh I, I just I you know I I think I didn't get it. Bone thugs was rapping fast as I guess pretty now, cool. You know who I get and doesn't rap fast? Prem Rock, Low hey. Band, Crow's Feet. Backwood Studios, this album is out live from the line exclusively here. And I gotta record culture. that commercial. Boom, you gotta do the commercial for I'll that. Be right back. Sell some CDs. Um, yep. okay, so this album is a shit, man. Um, thank you, man. Shit. Let me ask you this off top. Yep, uh, how did you and I've listened to this album many times and I'm, I'm grateful enough to be on it, rapping and producing. Yeah, but how did you determine whose beats would be on it because you got. You know, yeah. the ill roll decks. Like, how did you say, like, oh, I want Denmark, I want Green, mm. I want Smalls, Messiah? Like, yeah. did you never work with Brain Orchestra? You never work with Denmark? Like, what's no. up with that? Um, well, going back to the Wrecking Coup thread, I remember asking, hey, who who should I work with? Mm. And Smalls immediately just said Brain Orchestra. That was it. And I was at work Ooh. and I threw him on. I was like opening up the bar for like the day shift where like the first hour is like really chill. And I was like, I forget what it was. It was pre COVID, obviously. Right. And I kind of just hang out and like put on whatever. And I can actually like listen to a record. And uh, I put on one of his records and I was like, yo, this kid is crazy. And I'm like, he does all the beats and raps. I'm like, oh, this kid is really dope. So mm. I immediately emailed him immediately. Uh, like went to Twitter, or whatever, found his email. And I right. just like, hey, what would, uh, you know, just, just kind of got hit to your shit. Uh, what would it look like? You know, hit me with like a really, really affordable rate. He's like, Fire. More if you get two. I'm like, fuck it. Why would I only get one? Give me two. <laughs> you know, send me a pack. Uh, pick the two that I did. I picked. But I was sitting with him for a while. He was really cool. He was like, don't sweat it. Like, if this if this is like a, an album, you should take your time picking what it is. Mm. Um, Denmark, we had uh, met a couple times actually. Um, yeah. Really cool cat, man. Great dude. Uh, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't really spent a lot of time with him, but he's he's. Really down to earth, really cool. You can tell why him and Quelle are, are are as close as they are. Yeah, um, they seem to be like you know how you can you know how some people just traverse many many scenes and rap and you're like, and it seems seamless. Right. It's probably because they're like a good person who has like good people skills, and that's like definitely Denmark. So hit him up, same deal. The way he sent me those beats though was was it was so interesting. I've never this is never I've never received beats this way at all. So right. it was like. Like like a a fourteen minute. Alaska, track. stop typing. <laughs> I'm not I typing. I couldn't hear that. Somebody's uh, I typing. Heard somebody type. This well, is me. I'm not Bro. typing either. Whoa, Apologies, the Ouija, the Ouija. Um, so check it. <laughs> so he sent he sent me like um, sleep tonight. Like a twelve minute. It's just one song, with like fifty beats in it, and you just hit him with the timestamp. That. And so wait, wait. It's, uh, I was like one long. It was like it was like an old school like beat tape. Yeah, yeah, like an MP3. Oh, Bill mm-hmm. Blueprint sent me beats that way. Yeah, I was did. like, this is really dope, and it's like super tagged out, like, like you know what I mean. Oh, so I know what it is. Oh, it. wait, wait, friend. Okay, um, 
taught the microphone. It's like now it's hanging and bouncing. It's like oh. banging onto the ear. Your yeah, so just get into the front. Just sorry. make it just yeah. So from just, now on, all guests are required yeah. to get the Burger King mic with yeah, the, what's going the on headset with and the extendo. Oh, I see, I see what piece. you mean. I see what you mean. So what if <laughs> I right. just do this? What if I just dash it out? It'd be perfect. <laughs> Uh, we were we still worried about back to the first 40 episodes i had to hold it with my hands and i'd hit the beard that was the it's worst. just it's it, look it's a sensitive mic it works yeah it's yeah yeah, sensitive. yeah gotcha um all right we're back so yeah, yeah yeah it sounded like typing though well because it was like this was like click 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 yeah it was just, gotcha all right yeah so that's not so good so that's how uh uh i got that and i was like oh this shit is this interesting way to 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 get it you know, a beat pack, so to speak. Um, mm. Sent me the stems, like immediately called me up. Like we had like a chat, um, really cool. Like super humbled how interested he was in doing it too. You know, it's not sometimes like, you know, it's a transaction, nothing more. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. buy beats often. You know, like you said, the Rolodex is strong. Yeah. Um, I don't need to, but certain times when you work with someone, you feel good by, yeah. about putting money in their hand, if you know yeah. what I mean. I yep. uh, mm-hmm. felt pretty good about putting money in Denmark and Brain Orcus's hand and kind of build that working relationship with them. And hopefully we'll, you know, we'll do something in the future or whatever. And uh, I don't know. Denmark has always been on my radar as a producer, oh, actually, yeah. for a long time. Yeah, so, really dope. Dude, yeah. That Sango Nova shit, man. Shit, Sango Nova was the one for me. Like that, that, that halal avocado toast. Oh, don't, smoke, don't Smoke K2 is one of my favorite don't songs Don't Smoke K2. It's That's wild. Wild. It all the time. People need to really take that advice too, because that shit is wild. Um, so and then he rapped yeah. with us on friggin' Lucky Break on Midnight Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Circle, serendipitous. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's great. He's 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 a unheralded. Uh, I wouldn't call him unheralded, but he's he should be more heralded. Totally agree. Uh, yeah. He's Ooh. got a little. He's got a little Mad Lib in his beats. Ooh. Um, I hear that, especially Which, on Joel Austin. Joel Austin to me is kind of made yeah. Well, that whole thing, like, since we're on that, that beat's got that crazy switch up, right? Like, couldn't rah, rap, rah, couldn't, rah. couldn't rap to it. But that, cat, but, that, but that cat, AJ Sway, just AJ ran right through, right through it. He ran Yo, right through man. it. No AJ problem. So, like, if you're, if you're, so when you, so when that beat comes on, when you're writing to it, that beat break will throw you because it's not, it's not an even count. It's like a three. No, I, I had, I had green like extended, so I didn't have to deal with no, it. No, now, you know but, I mean? when, like, but the first demo beat, it would come course, in and, and yeah. it mess up the eight. So if you yeah. was rapping, you had your first four, and then the next, it would do something. I think it stopped at the seven. So I was having an issue writing to it because I couldn't yeah. figure mm-hmm. what to do. And my problem was I already had done that on Blue Edwards with um, a cabal. Yeah, a cabal called Rec. I already done that stop. Yeah, so I was like, that was, that was I tricky. I didn't want to do yeah. that again. Yeah. And that's pretty much like to explain to listeners, it's like a rock cocaine thing. Like the beat is doing something that semi-unnatural. You kind of got to match that, which might change your rhyme pattern. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I was having an issue with it. So I asked, I said, "Yo, I need, I need somebody to loop this differently." So if y'all notice on my verse on Joel Osteen, there is no beat break part. Mm-hmm. I had him take; they took that out. Mine's just a straight part. Yeah, the other this, part this, is loop. This, this cat swayed. But AJ didn't say anything. He AJ just like swayed, rapped right through it. He stopped, and he turned a, it. He turned it hit. around. He was like super quick. He was like, "Here yeah. you go." But there's I a hit like, that he wrote through. And you can hear it when you're yeah. not listening to it. But yeah. he does it, right? He does yeah. something rhyme-wise. said something like, it's like a two-bar thing. Sway, God, and premonition is wicked. It's Fools wanna build cause they fucking with the 
vision You couldn't, couldn't even play in our division Even if you have course, shoot with precision We getting at you, shots spread like shrapnel Efficient, get you hooked with the bait and tackle Subscription, I'm HBO Max, you niggas crackle I'm tripping, dropped another tab in holy mackerel The fractals, make a nigga wanna chain react to collisions Hard to goose race around the track, now we switching Timelines that we jumping back to Travel back in time when your mother used to smack you I'm kidding, people sell their souls for a little too And that brought him right back around when the youth came back And then that you know, set him fine all the way fu- through. Funny, yeah. funny, funny thing I haven't shared until now Is how he ended up on the record was he hit me oh. up And he was like, yo, um, would, you, would you hop on my album? And I was like, Shit. yeah, of course And then he basically was like Oh, it's coming, it's coming. Um, I got this beat that I want you on. And then it just, time kind of went on. And then I was mm-hmm. like, hey, yo, actually, don't sweat that. I'm like, would you just want to jump on mine? And then I'll give you a verse whenever you're ready. And he was Word. like, oh, absolutely. And then he was like, oh, it's, it's, it's shrapnel, it's lit. Denmark, Vessie, it's lit. And I was like, so he was super Ooh, excited to, to be on it. And AJ I, Swain, I just think he's super dope, man. And he puts he's out a lot of Talented kid. Yeah. Real talented. Yeah, he's so far, Yeah, yeah. He's Producer, so, uh, too. Producer too. He produces, does multi Producer a lot of shit. Yeah. Do you know he's actually um in the Red Man I'll Be That video as a kid? Oh, as a kid. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forget the origins of that, it's, but he's one of the kids. I think when they're rolling dice and playing cards, he's one of the kids outside. He's got the cereal box. Clip. Yeah. He's, you can see it. Who he is? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe born to be a rapper, I might say. Yeah. Yep. Early on. Fire, man. All right. What's All right. Alaska, Les- what do you got to say, little? You want to cuddle? I mean, I, I want to know what the title means. Mm. Okay. Um, so I've crow's feet, as do many folk who age in a, in a manner. Uh, I'm always like uh, squinting since a child, like like the sun always like kind of like, I guess maybe I have sensitive eyes. I don't know. I don't wear glasses, but um, it kind of like made them more pronounced earlier in life mm. or whatever. And I was always, although I look older. Uh, people are like, nah, it suits you, it suits you. And it's like, I uh, write iPhone notes a lot. And I have like, I probably have like 2,500 of them right now. You know, I haven't even really looked at them in a while. Some of them become raps. Some of them are just like, whatever. But one day I like woke up after like, whatever, drinking or just being a, a goon. And all I saw was load bearing crow's feet. And I just started laughing. And uh, and I, I, I kept thinking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, like maybe uh the crow's feet are holding the whole shit the whole shit together you know like mm. everything you're thinking about yeah like kind of surreal um you know and i, I was a little nervous because i was like this is kind of goofy like kind of silly like mm-hmm. i is it gonna like undercut the intensity of the record if people like think it's like a, a jokish title uh, i i was going back and forth with it i told i told my girl and she's like nah it's perfect it's you it's it's like that's what you like you know it fits you and then i sent it to woods goes what's the name of it back back mm. and he and he just said ha 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 and i'm like cool it's a go <laughs> like, it's a go that's a good thing you know yeah all right prim take your mic okay Good God, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. and do it like this. It sounds, it sounds like you're re- recording like Stan, like all the wrap it around, wrap it around, oh. the end it, like that. You know, what about just hold it? Yeah, yeah. If you hold, that's fine. There I didn't go. want you to have to there go through is. that type of. Yeah, this is fine. Dear okay, Mister, yeah. I'm too good to write back to my fans. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you that's know what that's I like um, about the title too? When I, like just as a person, I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, I, I thought it was like. 
heavy shit. I was like, yo, my man's going to go deep with it. Like load bearing crow's feet is like, I, I've lived and survived a lot of cool shit, some heavy yeah. shit, some yeah. daring shit. Okay. So when I saw that title, I was like, I'm used to, you know, like poets payday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. More, more like sunnier titles on your shit, you know, sure, sure. A, a way, a way to frame it, you know, a, cl a clean, well-lighted place, you know, yeah. who are Tanada. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like leave intact. Yeah. So when I seen this shit, I was like, and then I saw the artwork by uh by by Quandary Shots, a memetic supply company. I was like, yo, this is some like world traveler checking in for the night shit to tell you what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I'm glad I'm glad you came to that conclusion. Uh yeah, and I liked uh an element of like so I'm getting a little into surrealism shit as you know, it's like an art mm. appreciator or whatever. But uh yeah, I just also I, I like things that when you Google them, no one's used them. So Fire. yeah, Fire. made sure that no one used that shit. Um, let's let's um I want to get into some lyric questions, but let's hit our first break. Yeah, let's hit our first break first. Yeah, yeah. cool. You mind if I get a beer right now? I'll be right back. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, I'm drink go. some more. Drink some more. Wallflower is approved. Rye whiskey. Why are you drinking more of it? You should. You should. This place is cold. It feels just like a road. Is your glass frosted? Yo, what up? It's Alex Ludovico, and I'm inviting you to check out as of Friday, April 2nd, my new compilation, Cocaine and Therapy. Executive produced by my man, the god, Zilla Rocca. Available only at insubordinaterecords.com. Don't go to streaming, don't go to your little Apple or Spotify. Insubordinaterecords.com. Check out the merch for the record and then check out Zilla's dope merch that's coming out with it. It's a combination release between Insubordinate and $3 Pistol. Wish I was a little bit cooler. Wish I was a hooper. Wish I had a girl that looked good. I could scoop her in a sick whip with a floor kit. I ain't got shit. Oh damn, I'm a loser. Wish I was a little bit cooler. Wish I was a hooper. Wish I had a girl that looked good. I could scoop her in a sick whip with a floor kit. I ain't got shit. Oh damn, I'm a loser. Hello, call out culture. Dano from freemusicempire.com. We are at the heart of this underground hip hop stuff. Breakdowns, analysis, interviews. Our YouTube channel has long form conversations. Subscribers are getting additional benefits and recommendations. Weekly hip hop discussions. We love it. Follow call out culture. Follow us. Freemusicempire.com. That's Free music empire.com. We're back. Call out podcast. Curly Castro, Alaska, Zillaraka. With we got the crow's feet, the load bearing. Primer. We got the author here. Shout the out author. Willie Green. Shout, Shout out backwards. Out. Yeah. Shout out to Green. He wanted to be here. He could not. We we're going to add a little spe special guest flavor. Uh, we'll, we'll the man is on a mission right now. So let, we'll let, let him be. Okay. So, fair enough. Plus, you need you kind of do need to do that definitive really great episode sometime. We talk about. I agree. If if any podcast is going to do it, it's going to be us. It's not going to be fucking Mark Marin. You know what I mean? It's going to be the true. Culture Podcast. <laughs> so great. Fuck him. Mm. Uh, no, it's so, just Mark Marin. Engineering. So, what, uh, what is that? What do you Prem. do? What do you do? So Prem. Yeah. Um, lyrically, I approach. What was your approach lyrically to this? Because, um. As Zilla pointed out, some of your work with Kills is a little more melody to it. Um, some of your work with me, it's like we're really into like, I don't know, bar mania. It's, it's a lot of like, like when me and Fremont working on something to me, it's always like 
uh, Alaska. What was the uh, the gar the uh, the garbage compactor in Star Wars and shit like that? It's just like it's that dangerous. What was that scene? You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, in in the original uh-huh. Star Wars, where they fell into yes. the garbage. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like that's how it is with me and him writing. So this one is a little. Is a you lot say my bars are garbage? What's going on? No, it's dangerous. Compacted garbage. <laughs> Like all right, so it's, like, you know what it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's like the original Mortal Kombat, the the floor with the spikes on. It. Mm. That's what that's what shrapnel is to me. Yeah, this is this this writing is different. So, what was the lyrical approach? Um, you know, I tried not to overwrite on this one because I know I could fall into that trap sometimes if I'm like, all right, well, you know, you get into these multis and these internals. And, Sometimes you lose the meaning of, uh, you know, you try to be too clever. And then at the end of the day, it's like, well, what are you, what are you even saying? It's like, you know, uh, so I tried to avoid that trapping while still being like super, uh, you know, dense. And uh, I wanted themes to connect, but I wanted it to stay pretty esoteric. Um, you know, I wanted it to be like uh, multiple, you, you take away multiple things from it. Uh, you know, and it's not really like like what one song could be entirely about one thing, but I only mentioned that once, and everything else is kind of like uh, collateral damage from that thing, or or what have you. And uh, I don't know, I don't I don't like to be too abstract. Cause sometimes I don't want to listen to abstract shit. Sometimes I just want to mm. hear it. Like, what is it? Especially as I get older, you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't want to unpack like all that thing, all of those. You know, like oh, but you got to really listen. You're not catching it. It's like all right, all well. Right. Do you got that time? Like, cause I don't, you know? Mm-hmm. So I also didn't want that to happen. So I didn't want you, I wanted it to be like, there's a couple layers to it. If you hear it on face value and you're like, yeah, I fuck with that song, but then you missed a lot of things that I said, I wanted, you know, Easter eggs. I wanted you to be rewarded for listening to it more than once. And I think oh. that's how I tried to write. Good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely been my experience listening to it as well. So it's like, every time I listen to it, I catch, I catch new things and just like new feels throughout it. Um, like on the most recent listen, um, the, the line that caught me was, uh, don't let a session with shoot and ruin your guard play. Mm. I was just like, you know, something that could just like go, go by you. But then it was like, yeah, it's yeah like, thank oh, you. Wow, that's really cool. And that's that was, really um, well, well that's, a, that's, a, that's actually a, that's kind of, a, a drug line. So, uh, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot to that one, but it's also a line about Ben Simmons in a way, just the where, where it's yeah. like a uh, drug line, a where drug you can line. be. Yeah, well, no, of course, it's like, don't let, uh, don't miss the forest for the trees or being like, you know, if everything else is good, why are you so obsessed with that one thing that a, that a person can't do or the one thing yeah. that you can't do? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate you picking that up. Yeah, I, I, that, that's the one I caught on the last, well, there's another one too, but I'm saving that for my, gotcha. my uh, best bars of the, the album. Gotcha. But yeah, just in general, like, I don't know, like, I, like my music habits right now, and it kind of goes into what you were saying is like, I'm not really trying to be like when I'm using like do a lot of jazz. I could just throw it on whatever mood's going on and just sort of let it ride and like just enhance yeah. that experience. And that's definitely like what has been happening when I'm listening to this record. Like it's no matter what's going on, it fits that vibe. Mm. It, it just makes the overall experience of what I'm doing better having it on. And like that's you know I don't know if that's a backhanded compliment or what, but. No. It really like it, it's it's a good feeling record for whatever you're doing. It's like it's it's not just something you have to listen to to like zone out on bars. It's like it's good complete music. 
word. I, I appreciate that. And I, I feel like that is also what I look for in like my music these days. It's like, how mm -hmm. often are you just like, oh, I'm going to check out an album and you sit and listen to an album. Like you're doing other things, like you're working right. or you're cleaning or whatever, walking for me, like walking to work, at work, something like that. Can I, can I still vibe out to it without like, oh, no, no. The reason you fuck with this guy is you have to listen to what he's saying carefully. And it's yeah. like, I already went through that phase in my life, you know, like right. where I had to like, oh, you don't get it. I'm like, at the end of the day, we're making music, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's not that complicated. When I, um, when I knew that the record was special, was when I, I got a batch of demos. Like you sent me like the first batch. Yeah. And um, I got the depth on the installment plan and I listened to it. And it's not how perfectly I listened to it about 20, 30 times in a row. I mean, that's that's the best compliment. As you know, as you guys all know, you could get. And this before yeah. I knew Smalls produced it or anything mm. about it. It was just, it was it really almost, just. It almost uh, didn't make the record because I I need to be saved for myself sometimes. And it's a good thing that I have Willie Green to do that for me. Uh, when he's like, what are you thinking about? The song is, like, this song is making it. It might even be your single, you know? Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, I, I'm not sure. Like, there was something about it initially. But then he goes, well, wait till I mix it. And then it was, you know, then it was over. Yeah. Small pro, what up? A check, a check, a check. This art deco show and mold Hold mic like Greco-Roman pose Special pros for the day that I decide to let it go You scumbag plug, you put fentanyl in the flow Next time I see him, I'ma kill him Where the breeze brewing grudge A stronghold like breeze ever flow Those who know, know, couldn't measure the flow And units which the levy hold Watch the levy break, on my Led Zeppelin So let the record show, never know Like whatever bro, but this whatever though A show of hands if you'll never let it go Yeah Beneath an iridescent sky, get my loving on the run and do my thinking on the fly. Drive with cunning gal, get by running miles. Never let my sweat dry, even if I'm light on green like endives. Know what I mean? On that park bench high, try to reach my benchmark and depart with my head held high. It ain't that hard for you to get along with everyone. You got all these songs, you never play for anyone. Anyone. God dang, God dang. It was a different song. But it's also. A diss track. And just figure it out. Ooh. It's a, it's a diss track. Death on the installment plan. I mean, hey, it's not a diss track. If you catch a diss track. If you catch a stray. I'm trying to say, I'm trying to get you to say it, it, it's not a diss track. Nobody is being specifically targeted. It's but, a diss track. Wow. But, but people will catch beef. strays. You heard and, it here first. Premrock says there's beef. There's no the beef. There's no beef. Uh, there's I have all no right. I have no specific beef with anybody, but I have a lot of problems with a lot of people, and you're all Oof. gonna hear about it. God, oh my God, hearing grievances, angry. Yeah. All right, George so I got another dead. technical question. <laughs> there's no overdubs on this record. Not a single one. Hmm. Explain that oh, to you the people. Fucking Kanye on Jesus. You sitting uh, down screaming into a mic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> wait. First, did y'all notice? Did y'all notice there's no overdubs? Uh, no, I did, but, but now I'm gonna be listening for it. There's none. I, I did. I did notice that. Um, I could say from an engineering point of view, Prem's vocals are very interesting to mix mm -hmm. because depending on where you are, where the mic is placed, what time of the day it is, what you've been drinking or smoking that day, <laughs> your voice can get very vibrato, but yeah. also obviously the, the signature baritone. So yeah. when I hear your vocals, like people that have mixed my records that you are on. 
your voice doesn't sound the same one depending on who's mixing it right not nah, nah not even nah. so with green it's like you know he knows kind of like how like rizzo would have like the presets for like Ghostface, you mm -hmm. have one for Deck and Ray. Um, I feel like Green nails that shit with your your mixing and having your voice in front and having it clear while still being you know bass heavy. Yeah, um, we did the whole thing at um at his house actually at the at the, the studio that he just moved um, in the middle of the pandemic, which is really challenging. Um, mm. Obviously, we've all we all went through it. So, but I had all these you know, plans and pieces together to make this record and, and it, it to be done. And then basically I got the word from Green. He's like, yo, my son's going to be born on this date. Everything has to be done for this. Mm -hmm. So so <laughs> I figured it out, you know, and, and, you know, God bless this dude. He made it happen. He's like, come through, we'll do the masks and, you know, I'll, I'll sandy everything up and we'll knock it out in two days back to back. And um, yeah, because I had demos from everywhere, man. Like I had, you know, pieces of from here and there and, and uh, all these songs that hadn't been recorded i didn't record everything re-record everything though like i, I recorded a uh, prairie burn i did the, the vocals through the sp uh Ooh. 404 yeah okay. at fresh kills apartment mm. back back when so that's why uh it's got that that vibe to it but then when, when it switches into the second part we did that at green's house so Sick. i mean he could make anybody like he he's pulling two tracks you know from certain beats. From songs yeah, yeah yep. so certain producers only give you two tracks and i'm not gonna you know i mean they know who they are it's not a diss but, <laughs> but sometimes it makes it difficult on the um on the back end to try to mix all of those different elements when you have a beat I mean, 17 it, parts it blows my tracks. mind it blows my mind that he's able to make a two track sound just like a, a eight piece you know an eight stem beat but mm. here we are so yeah th but that was a conscious decision i told him i said um I don't know why, but I feel like I don't want to do any dubs on this record. He was like, cool, hmm. I'll fuck with that. He's like, we're going we're gonna, to, that's how we're going to, we're going to treat your vocals differently then. Um, and uh, yeah, so we went into that. That was a, a concise uh, plan. What, um, what, what were you listening to when, and like, did you have an idea in mind for this album to think like, okay, I've made my such and such record. I was really heavy into this in my life. I made this such and such record. Like what, what was it with this? Was that conscious or not? Hmm question i like that question uh just because knowingly or unwittingly you know you're influenced by what's going on um I, off the top i can't really say obviously um uh, woods was popping with the with hiding places uh mm. which i listen to a lot um you know he's definitely an influence obviously i mean we're in each other's orbit often these days so it's hard not to be influenced by what he's doing um obviously you guys listening to like your various stages of your projects uh seeps into my subconscious uh makes me competitive in a good way where i'm like mm -hmm. all right i want to i love these guys to death but i want my record to be the best one you know i mean i think that's how we all feel uh, i'm getting 30 you, you yeah. get 20 i'm getting 30 but yeah, you well, get that 20. exactly exactly and that's how that's how <laughs> So it's good, like a you know breeze competition type of thing. But I was listening to when I said non, I was listening to obviously non rap things. Such a stupid thing to say, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen to a, a ton of like female led bands yeah. specifically, and I don't yeah. know why. But Big Thief, Japanese Breakfast, uh, yes. listen to a lot of those, both those bands during 
the time I remember specifically. Um, and I read a lot. So when I would hit a snag, I would kind of dive back into reading and I go through, I go through like a love hate relationship with reading where I just kind of get like, it bores me to death or mm-hmm. it gives, gives me tons of energy to write. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone says something, I'm like, that's wild. Um, death on the installment plan. I was walking through, um, my favorite bookstore and I had uh, the idea to name the song that, but that dude is like, I mean, that dude is fucked up <laughs> like for real. No, uh, to talk about the, the author, um, you know, and he had a time in his life where he wasn't fucked up and he wrote that book and it was like, you know, impactful, but I was like, yo, it's, you know, someone might call me out on this, you know, you know how it is, like some bullshit. I'm overthinking it. And I turned the corner and I swear to on everything. I turned the corner and in this massive bookstore, there's one book that hit the ground that had been there on the ground. I turn it and it's, it's that it's death on the installment plan. So I picked it up and put it back. And I'm like, I'm naming this fucking song. Death on the installment plan. Sounds made up, but it really happened. I promise you. <laughs> uh, so I would say like a mix between our peers and, and all that, um, you know, shrapnel had been done uh, and turned in. I wanted to outdo that but in a different way like oh boom so i need to piggyback on that before you speak on that so that's my question what did the shrapnel experience do to change things like how you approach your solo what you write about how the promo went for this Um, like what did shrapnel do to change to change things shrapnel like really changed my perspective in a lot of ways i it was the most successful record i'd been a part of Um, Yeah, I mean, people were really talk. People were talking about it in a way that they haven't been um, mm. talking about me. You know, I we I think we've all had brushes with situations where we're like, "Wow, I can't believe that happened." And you look back and you're like, "Man, at that time, I thought I thought I was really going up," you know. And then you know, life has its way and knocking you kind of back down. But mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I was putting out projects that the people who fuck with me really cared about, and, and I, I I love I love that. I love them for that. Um, and I was doing tours that more or less, you know, I come home and had rent and some money for groceries. And then it was back to work. And I hadn't experienced people trading my shit on Discogs for, for 60 euro or whatever. Damn. Yeah. And I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, you know, I'll never forget. We we're waiting to get our, you know, the vinyl. It was all it was pre, you know, before all the shit hit the fan. Mm. And I was at this one place that I was working like one night a week. I didn't really like it. Uh, my coworker, you know, and I kind of like this dude, so it's going to sound like I'm dragging him, but, and I am for what he said, he goes, Oh, don't worry. Eventually you'll be giving that vinyl away. Cause wow, like, like man, people, damn. like people weren't going to buy it. And I'm like, wow. Oh, you never told me this story. Yeah. Yo, Cause he, he's in like That's a, he's in a, like a, like a, he plays trombone and, and some, you know, some new age jazz. So he's just swimming in pussy. He's just drowning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he was like, don't worry. Like, you know, uh, it was, it was like him trying to like sun me a little bit, even though he's younger than me and being like, well, you know, I've put out vinyl before. So I know. Right. And this is what happens. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, man, fuck you, bro. Like we're going to sell out of this, you know? And then, Mm. but I, but I still was nervous because I'm like, I never sold vinyl before. What's the market like? I I don't have one to speak of. So the fact that, it, it went as quick as it did and it it made me it put pressure but i would say healthy pressure mm-hmm. um i didn't like 
rip my hair out being like, man, how am I going to follow Shatner? I'm like, I can't wait to follow Shatner in a way mm-hmm. because I'm giving people more of myself uh, and, and, and I'm, co- I'm conscious decision not to have a lot of features. Um, and uh, it made me like excited, you know, that, that, that when you're like, all right, it's my turn to rap at a show. Like, let me, let me add him kind of, uh, yeah. that's how I felt, you know? Nope. All right, bro. Uh, let's let's take a quick break. I just smacked the mic with my ring. Bang. Let's take a quick uh, Coors Light break. <laughs> Coors Light banquet break. Yo, you know Coors what's crazy? Real, real quick, real quick. Yeah. You mentioned party ball. Yeah, hell yeah. And I was like, party balls. Yeah, of course. But then I, like, Prodigy really did say, "Remember party yeah, balls." That was that back, was back in, in like ninety. Like, yeah, we, used we to split smoked. Now we smoked Dutchess. Big uh, busted. Was it disgusted? Ooh. But can you picture these these dudes yeah. with a party ball? Pete, this the first time you ready? You want to hear a funny, interesting story? <laughs> the I'll fucking party ball. The first time I saw a party ball, yeah, I was like seven years old. I'm in the parking lot at RFK Stadium when the Eagles finished practice, and uh-huh. there was like deflated, busted party balls in the Eagles parking lot. Yeah, and Al walks like Reggie White, Jerome Brown, rest in peace. Wow. Jim McMahon was on the fucking Eagles. Right, wow. young Randall, and like they're like you know people like the reporters and the kids that were getting autographs, and there's like busted party balls on the ground. Like, <laughs> I don't know what, what we're talking about. I don't know what party ball. So is. A party ball is a big ball filled with beer. It's and a, yeah, it's like five, five cases of beer in a ball. <laughs> it's a, it's, um, so it's like a way to get draft <laughs> beer. It's like smaller than a half keg. Yeah, it's so terrible. But wait, it's a it's the liquid or they're yeah, in, yes. in yeah. the container. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a giant plastic ball. Yeah. Filled and with beer, and you have to get a tap. It's, it's not a, a keg tap that you have no, to get. No, it's not. It's a ball. No, no, no. It's like a bubble boy ball. Beer, <laughs> it's, it's so. Wait, do they ever get finished? Do they finish? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go quick. Wait, 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 wait. First time we ever got one, we just wait, like, shoved the tap into about? the box. Like, what are we talking about? Crack like the ball, ball without realizing like it's a special place. <laughs> it's it's a like the size of like. Hold on, watch, watch, watch. Can we get a party ball? Look, see this party ball. What? We've got this it. This is what y'all did for. as yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Right, go, yeah look, there's yo, a party ball. I cannot, yo. Me and alcohol, we we were never meant to meet like that. You fuck with wow. party balls? No, I don't know what. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Never seen like, can you see that? Like, 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 I just can't. Party balls. balls. That was back in like ninety. Warms my heart to see to think of prodigy with with a party ball. <laughs> <laughs> yo, just imagine them like walking around with it. Wait, in oh, New York God. projects, you're just rolling it down the block. Like, what do you do? It used to come in the box, so you probably just carry the box. Carry the box, yeah. man, ah, the box. and just have the tube and just you know, sway to your mouth. Like, what bring this up? Big Noid always had the party ball. That's it. The party ball. Big Twins. Twins always had the party ball, man. You hear it here first at the Prem Rock release party. Big Twins and Noid's going to come through with the party ball. Come by. I'm going to look in and get one. All right. So we'll we'll be right. Yo, I don't care if we got to drink a 35 year old party ball together. You're bringing one to the (laughs) call out culture. I think that should be the first call out culture merch item. (laughs) Steel's Kitchen, the new compilation from us, Wrecking Crew. The follow up to last year's Raheem's Lament dropping June 4th at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. All new joints from Shrapnel, Career Crooks, Cargo Colts. All new solo songs from me, Small Pro, Curly Castro, and Prem Rock. Alaska's on there. Marcus Penn's doing cuts all up and then out. Peace. 
Fresh Kills got a beat on there. Shouts to Canada. We got Jason Griff on this piece. Stan Ipkiss, Fatboy Sharif, our very dear friend. Scorsese, rest in peace. He's on there. Yo, man. Disco Vietnam, Dose 4 GW. Whew. Mastered by Cryptic, one of the Adams fam, and artwork and design by PQ. Family Affair. And our family's the illest. Wrecking Crew Steals Kitchen, June 4th. Get it. Hey, what's up, Call Out Culture listeners? It's your boy, Jason Griff. I'm here today to tell you about my new album, Fireside Chats. I flipped a bunch of punk rock samples, made a bunch of dope beats out of them, got a bunch of dope rappers to rap on them. Everybody from Call Out Culture will be there. Zilla Rocca, Curly Castro, Alaska. Shit, Alaska's there twice. I got Alex Ludovico, I got Billy Woods, I got Juggernaut. Of course, my homie Scorsese is on it. And we got it available today at insubordinaterecords.com. Get 10% off with the promo code CALLOUT. Fireside Chats, check it out. Peace. Party ball. And I, for one, I I am just a member of the podcast. I do not, nor do I have any knowledge of party balls. Yo, you are alive right now, bro. How are you you alive? This does not reflect. I'm just a member of the How are you a Gen Xer? You don't know what a party does not reflect my experience with alcohol. What are y'all talking about? What did, what did you say? No. What are y'all wait, talking wait, about? Castro, here it is. This is a more, this is what it would look like in real life. I, in yo, realistic. Yeah, I yeah. don't know nothing. Yeah. Like, first of all, that Coors Light thing. Oh, remember, this, I remember, remember the other a couple years ago? Y'all you could buy, buy this at the liquor store. This, or the this is such a bad idea. Yeah, 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 I remember the tops. Than, These were the tops. Like, the but yeah, the tops. People buying boxes yep. of beers and cra- and cases. I'm like, what are y'all doing? I never yeah. bought people buy more boxes than a six. of wine. Why not a box of beer? Box I never I draft never, beer. It's like I've never bought more than a six pack. Here it is. Here it is. Last one box. bottle at a time. Okay. There you go. That's yeah. a look at that. You pour your ice in the box, keep it cold. That is a fucking. We used to get them. We used to get them in college, and there's waterfalls, and there's like holes in the rocks, so we would just put beer balls. In the holes in the rocks. Listen to these ideas. I like. Cold. I like when you were in college drinking party balls. I was seven getting eagles autographs with the party with balls. With the party crowd. balls. Like, that's why yeah. we dumped our party balls in the parking lot. <laughs> you like you're like fuck the eagles, bro. Fucking jets, bro. <laughs> fuck the eagles. The eagles. Jets fans would take the pilgrimage to dump empty party balls. Yo, you want to hear something jets funny a, about? That's the only team the Jets have never beat. Is the Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? So in my in my neighborhood, there's like a rival. There's always a rivalry between Second Street. Which is right down the block from me, which is all Irish people, right? It's all working class <laughs> Irish, the fucking mummers. 10th Street is all Italians, right? All Italian people. They do like the Italian festivals and shit. And they would always have beef with each other. So, like, if you were a dude from 2nd Street and you walked by 10th Street and they knew you were Irish, they'd fuck you up or chase you or something, right? <laughs> so, what the 2nd Street dudes used to do was get in their cars and take all their trash from their houses, their trash bags, drive up 10th street and just throw their trash out the window on 10th street. Jesus. It's eight blocks away. You're just, but you're, you're, you're loading up your car with garbage to then drive eight blocks with trash in your car. It's emptying out the window. So Alaska was doing that, but taking a two hour trip. Taking a two hour <laughs> trip with some dumb beer balls. So we used to do that and we used to do nip night. So nip night was you would get teams of three Get a case of Budweiser nips, oh, so you know, God. like the little yeah, 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 and you would basically have a race to see who finishes a case first. Nice. Dude, wow. even if you finished a case, that was like thirty ounces of beer. Yeah, no, yeah. Wow. it's because it, it was like it was it was the case was six bottles. eight packs. Yeah. Oh, but how now many we, ounces uh, per bottle? Like eight ounces. It's eight ounces. Yeah. So yeah. it's 
you know, you're but if you're going fast, it's gonna get you a little little fucked up. Yeah, for uh, sure. They still have yeah, them. especially when you're in high school. My bar has them. We still have them. Yeah, oh, nice. what, what do you sell nips of? Little ponies. Pony uh, Corona and uh Budweiser, and we had high life, but yo, there's been a wild shortage of random shit because of COVID. Yeah, one of them yeah. is high life. You can't find high life with oh, the nips it's anymore. Favorite. It's my favorite. And then it was a, there was a big Tecate shortage, which really messed up a lot of people's plans. It's probably the Trump the Trump shit. I mean, was well, all, no, all the Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans they they drink Tecate out there, right? Mexican, no, no, me- Mexicans drink Tecate for sure. I love Tecate. Uh, what do Puerto Ricans drink? Puerto Ricans, I guess. I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't, can't really put my finger on that. Dominican, really Dominican is El Presidente for sure. Um, Hold the mic like Fidel Castro. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just in my experience, I'm not trying to typecast anybody. That's crazy. All right. All ready? I think our next episode, definitive definitive beers by by race, gender. (laughs) (laughs) Sexual preference. The the sexuals love the the, uh, course. I can tell you uh, uh, the funniest thing about tipping uh, with people tipping, uh, seeing as it's like a daily, you know, operation with me, is. the hood like hustler dude right it's either one of two ways he either tips you like the most absurd amount of money for the amount of work you did or he whips out like fifteen hundred dollars and like waits for his dollar back and puts it back in his big ass <laughs> stack and walks right away it's like it's, it's there's, there's right. never like economics. there's never like a 20 percent or you know or just a, a good looking here's 20 800 or nine percent it's like here's a 20 for like <laughs> Uh, a drink or like I'm gonna sit here and wait for my fifty cents back. So I respect wow. it. Sounds you about give right. him, you give him twenty dollars, keep the ice cold. Hit or miss. No, like your man the baby, um what he did with those vendors that tried to what yeah, is that they, story? They, you know, the, the upsell was so insane, so what man. happened was um these kids came up to him and opened a he opened up the sprinter van and as soon as he hit as soon as they saw talking, I think they would they they just played it wrong. They start talking about some two hundred dollar donation or something like they're selling like dollar candy, and right, they all yeah. just sell like a box a piece. And so he's like, "Hold on, well, how much is the candy?" And he buys just two dollars from each, and he said, "Y'all came at it wrong because I was yes. probably, I was gonna bless y'all yes. if y'all weren't trying to gorge me with this." Because one kid kept saying, "Oh, I get two hundred a box or something like get that." And he market. said, "How many is in the box?" And he said, "Count them too." And it was like sixty dollars worth in the box. It wasn't this two hundred oh donation thing. They came at it wrong, and so he gave him four dollars and closed his print event. When they probably would have got a G from him, because he had I mean, that type I, of disposal. You know, I don't really bite on too many headlines, but I'm like, oh, what did the baby do? And I, yeah, every, and every time I find out what it is, I'm always like, why are we talking? Underwhelmed, yeah. very underwhelming yeah, when you find out. Exactly. You would have thought he, you would have thought he beat up four kids. Yes, it's camp. very no, underwhelming he, he, when, he, when they. When yeah, they he like stood up to kids trying to upscale, upsell and two hundred percent mark for yeah. Taught them a lesson when you see Shaq, act like you don't know Shaq got no money, and you might get. You might yeah. get 300, don't 400 from a Barkley. Don't, don't, don't be a, hey, this candy is the $500 golden yeah, crap. He knows, dude. Come on. He knows what you're trying to do. Yeah. Somebody that. posted that Chappelle video to, as a response to that. The one where like he's at the barbershop and they're watching the news and it announces that he got the $50 million contract. Uh, and he's like, yeah. so how much I owe you? Like $11,000. <laughs> He's like, it says 20 on the board. He's like, that's the old price. That's the old price. <laughs> oh, that's the shit. Oh, All right, let's, talk, let's talk load bearing, crow's feet, uh, and not poor tippers that sell drugs and uh, roll Harlem streets. So, my favorite song, I mean, Prairie Born, you know, that kind of goes without saying, but. 
I think it's probably Can't next left. left. I think it's next left. Next, the next left. That's up ahead. me. Like I just love that next left ahead. That's me. I just love like, the Denmark shit with that like that that like dusty like kind of like folk guitar type shit. And then like the kind of fucking like incarcerated Scarface's drums. Yeah, that's you a classic. I mean? That's a classic break. When when I got um the stems, I was like, oh, that's like it's a break we've all heard a million times. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, oh, cool. So like, glad you said that. Uh, I think I'm flexing the most on that one. So I was I was pretty yeah, I was pretty proud of it. Uh, but the someone brought this up too in a review. They're like lots of drums on this album, and I was like, fuck yeah! Like I'm not. I, I have I don't know when I've consciously rapped over no drums other than uh, a couple of the shrapnel songs, which were well, like and you did it on the the what's the name joint the um you and kills the choir joint. Sure, yeah, that was kind of us like acquiescing to the you know sound of the day, and it turned out well, you know. That sounds great. Um, and but I but man, like fucking drums, man, drums are part of the deep yeah, don't be foundation. An don't be an asshole. Rap over drums. I mean, it's cool. It's cool to show that you can do right. the drumless sound but yeah. i mean it was always going to come back to like let, let, let's go back to drums you know so yeah straight up uh that was like when i heard that break i was like oh yeah like i've had that break at some point in my life where i'm mm-hmm. you know, digging around or whatever it's it's one of the more recognizable ones so at first i was like oh is this is this like uh too recognizable of a break but then you listen to like like some of the more popping um albums by someone like let's say benny or something like that burden of proof record those yeah. are breaks we all know of course that's yeah. all they are looped and and then the, the rest of the beat is, is made from there so so uh, it's the detroit emeralds break is that what that is yep that's your favorite I think so, right? yeah yeah good that's call. the one yeah good call yeah great break they're great they're great breaks for they're still you know still being used yeah, it's like impossible right. to Check make corny on top of that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Admission to guilt, sign waivers, permission to spill, no use crying. Preemptive grip in the milk, can't acknowledge the pattern. Flipping the quilt, extend the oversight and overview equip with the stilts. You're trying to build, but something is amiss. I sense a rip in the silt. You get the drift like the wind swept under what's been built. Portion of an artist in a fourth floor boarded apartment. Slip with the pills. Exhale the daffodils. Breathe deep, keep with the quills. It gets deep, deeper instilled. Like sown seeds of hatred of a basic plan of discretion. Now which questions to fill? Which indigestion will yield? Breathe it down, real or real regret. Breathing down your neck now, snipping at your heels. You should nip it in the bud. Life, live it how you want. Slow your roll, increase your speed. But here you are, gripping the wheel. This next left up ahead. That's me. What's a break uh, Rizzo used that I just heard it again? He used it for uh, Bells of War. Oh, I, it's on my album. It's on Vegas Vic. That's Tom, where I heard it. Tom that's, Scott joint. That's where I heard it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it, my favorite it, break. Is it uh, sneaking in the in the? Is it sneaking in the black? Yeah. What's the name of that Tom Scott joint? Yes, yeah, Tom. Scott. That's where I heard it. Okay. Yes, I think it's Tom Scott. I think that's his name, right? Vegas Vic, man. What a, yeah, it's going to be a heavy-ass drop. Man. We're getting there, man. Thank you. Thanks for everybody on IG Live, too. Fuck right. yesterday. From what we got coming up, because this week is their show. When this airs, it'll be yeah, a show. Yeah, sneak it in the back. Uh, Tom Scott. I saw it misspelled one time, and it was sneaking in the black. And I was like, <laughs> is that the name of the song? And I, I couldn't, like, 
I could, and now to this day, I wasn't sure which one it was. Um, sneak it in the back. There you go. Yeah, we got the release show. Uh, I don't know when you guys are going to air this one, but it's probably. It'll be this. The, the, when this the airs, the of. show will be the week of. All right. Well, later yeah. this week, we're doing a release show. Uh, we got the, we got the, there's a rumor that Smalls is coming up, but I don't know if that's true. I can't confirm or deny the Smalls rumor. We'll see. Definitely no confirming or denying. We will see him when we see him. I got some cool guests, uh, special guests, but obviously we got Zilla, Castro, Jewel. Uh, Brain Orchestra. Well, I'm excited to see his live set. Um, you can say the special guest here. This is exclusive for the Patreon. You can say it here. Fat Boy Sharif and this oh. dude Jarv that I don't know if you guys are up on him or not. But no, he's really, not. really, He's a really, really phenomenal uh live performer and MC. So I played with him in What's Vermont. Just Jarv, J-A-R-V. Jarv. So if you look him up, he has like a, a fuck ton of followers and people really know the dude, but he um, I don't think he's in our like, our people in our our universe don't really know him. Okay. But I saw him there's one of those uh, instances where you, you do a show with someone on the road and you're like, you have no idea. And then you're, I was like, yo what? This kid is crazy. <laughs> um, huge Tom Waits fan. He's got a test pressing of small change Ooh. at his house that he, I stayed at his, at his, uh, his house when I was in Vermont and that shit is worth like, man, who, I don't even know. But, uh, so old soul, younger cat, um, excited to see him. Nice. This is Patreon only the entire interview. Nah, nah. this is going to be on live feed. Cat. So it's going to say, what it's going but by the time it, it draws, it'll be two days to the joint. Yeah. Well, sure. And you yeah. I mean, can bleep him out. Use your best really imagination. Good. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, he's not even giving us real, real gems here, bro. Mm-hmm. Gaslighting is fucking. I'm about try, dog. Try. <laughs> oh, sure. you know what I asked you too about this album, man. That's, 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 that? So, I, I said to you when Shrapnel came out, I'm like, yo, this is like your most New York shit ever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This one, it's like what, what I always think is interesting about you is from all your shit with Kills, yeah, and Green, is that you have a very like your you, the decisions you make for production is typically like um you know funky and then and, and is good for live sets and you pick very like big thick kind of polished sounds like you don't go for um on your own devices i should say you don't typically go for like staticky jagged pieces you know what i mean mm-hmm. you'll have those moments sprinkled through records and so I think this album does that too. But it's like when I hear "Death on the Installment" playing by Smalls, and then even what you did for on uh, Raheem's "Lament with Him," like like uh, like Book Fair shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are like like happy beats. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, which I love because like they're melodic and they're big. And so when you contrast that with like Prairie Barn, right? Yeah, or, like Soft Machinery. Shouts to Messiah Music. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. It, is there like a certain thing you're looking for consciously to be like, all right, for this record, I want to hear these type of sonics, or is it th- these are just the hottest beats I got in my hands on right now? Yeah, uh, good question. Um, so here's a nice little tidbit. I don't know if you guys know this, but Death on the Installment Plan is the same song as uh, Arm and Hammer, Dead All, same sample. Oh my god. Yeah. No yeah. wonder why I feel like I know this shit, but yeah. I don't. later, later yeah. in the go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and offline, I'll tell you where the original song is too. Okay, it's, uh, but I'm yeah. excited. But I, I, he told me that, and I was like blown away. I told wow. Woods that Woods was like, "Really? Like, really?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." 
Yeah. So, uh, so that like a song like that, that that's a song that's ready made. I'm like, cool. It feels good in, in the catalog. I didn't make that specifically for the album. You know, I didn't, I, right. it was just a Lucy, you know? And then the reason why that's such a good question is that I was approaching the finish line and I knew I needed more sounds. Mm. So I hadn't hit up Messiah. I had hit up Messiah music, but I got beats that I ended up not using mm. and I still have those beats. And, trying to think oh i did we put out one on cobalt um doom 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 that the, the first the opener to cobalt was one of the that original stash. um uh, milk of the pop milk of the pop oh, um, yeah, yeah yeah so i had that one and i was like now nah, we're gonna me, me and Castor are gonna sound good on this one so i said i need some new sounds and he sent me a a pack and i picked the two that i picked out of that pack and um yeah soft machinery is one of them where i was like oh. when i heard that chomp that that trumpet i was like man okay this is exactly what i need right here that's my favorite song on the record oh thanks yeah, favorite song and favorite beat on the record explain to, explain to the people the, the 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 gist behind the onus behind soft machinery um definitely inspired by being around some very unsavory people uh there's some there's some william burroughs shouts in the in the song where it's like i really mm-hmm. love the idea of like like, all right, so being like where I, you know, I've had my brushes with like some, you know, interesting situations because of, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll call it what it is because of using drugs earlier in my life more prevalently and being in situations where like, yo, you got to go meet this dude down the street, right? And then you walk through, you know, just like at what hour of the day or someone's like, someone's like, hey, yo, I, can you, you know, can you get something for me at like, you know, and, and, and I, I don't want to, or, you know, mm. and, but I still have to, you know, I find I'll do it. You know, you know what you've, you've, uh, you know, you've looked out for me before and I'm not going to send you down that street. So I'm going to go down that street. Oof. And you end up in these scenarios where like, man, you hope that it's not littered with all the people from that building outside on the building. Cause man, you, like you look like, especially in Harlem, you know, you look like a mark, you look like a target. Uh, so you get in these situations that I'm like, all right, I can I can I could traverse through these these scenarios without something bad happening, uh, and then you start to know where to go, start to know who to look for, uh, start to know where not to go, who who not to see, and I just really like extrapolated that like feeling, mm. and and was like, what if uh, you created a whole universe where like it's after midnight in New York City where all the boroughs are open for for you got to go from here to here almost like a warriors type element where it's like you got to get home without you know getting into this or that and it's all kind of encompassing in this in this street wisened uh like enlightened junkie for lack of a better phrase still a user still a person who is is not very much uh higher up on the societal totem pole than than anyone really but but can get you from point A to point B, like a, like a, like a Virgil almost, you know, or, but I like the idea of like that person holding supreme knowledge of a situation when in every other situation, you're just going to kind of look at them and shudder. And not to say I've ever been that, like never been like a drug dependent person, but I've been in these situations, you know, that I'm not necessarily proud of, but I can like kind of, you know, use them as, as a, as a writing tool. And, uh, I felt like I achieved it on that one because if, if when it was done, I was like, yeah, this is this is the one for that. Damn. Fuck it, nope. man. Alaska, you got anything to add, my man? 
No, I mean, just, you know, make, knowledge. if we want to talk about bars, I'm down for that. Do it. Um, yeah. So there's two that, like, I really fucking love. And I'm not sure which song the first one is, but um, Who Will Love Aladdin Sane? I'm practically a Latter-day Saint. Um, just as a, a Bowie fan, I love that. And I just, like, sort of love the wordplay and the connections and the sounds. Uh, yeah. And then the the line that really, like, it was the one that stood out to me on my first listen. It still stands out to me every time is the uh, Joel Osteen lock the church doors mm. <laughs> just because it's so like <laughs> that statement alone is just like perfect in the hypocrisy of like all these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And, like mm. yeah, really yeah. just like, if you know what happened and what that means, I mean, like really just like nailed it. Thank you, man. I, uh, I listened to that. I discovered Aladdin Sane for the first time during writing this album. And I was like, oh, wow, really? Yeah, I, I'm a pretty big Bowie fan, but yeah. I hadn't uh, gotten into that. Is that the name of the album, too? Yeah, right. it's the name of the album, too. Yeah, but yeah. I, I was thinking the song is like one but of it, my But it is, it is, it is. Specifically, the song is what really caught me. But yeah, it's the cover where he's got the star and all that. Yeah. Um, I got into that record. So that actually goes back to answering to the, uh, I was listening to a lot of Bowie, too. Um, yeah, who love, I, yeah, I like that. Well, I mean, this is like exactly my favorite shit about about writing like this is like that was an easter egg for someone like you you know yeah and you caught it and I, and that's it's just a, like you know it's a shout it's a nod to what to what's inspired me at the time um and then uh joel Osteen, man i mean like what a fucking what a scumbag and and i just like the <laughs> idea of like not lionizing a scumbag but like being like I'm gonna call the name the song like out like there was no debate in my head. I'm like we're calling this Joel Austin because that fucking guy. Man. Yeah, and like a lot, you know, it's so like it's so bad, man. He's so he's so just. It's Kanye's boy, isn't it? Mm, probably. Ain't that, I don't, that's, I don't that's ain't that the reverend he got with recently when he started doing his stuff? And I mean, this dude, yeah. this dude, like yeah. you know, all these people needed all this help or just at least shelter, and this dude literally is locking the doors to his mega church. It's just like. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, wild. he's like one of those prosperity gospel dudes, and fucking no taxes because you know su- super snake oil salesman. Like you look at him, you're just like, oh my god, you're fucking. Yeah, he's got the big ass it. teeth, you know. Yeah, the yeah. giant yeah. perm. Yep, get yep. out of here, man. Yep. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and then uh, I really love the um, AJ Suede line: "Never land in a pan like Peter got teammate from Japan like Jeter." Yeah, it just oh. makes me fucking crack up every time. So good. I'm HBO Max. You crackle. You crackle. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I I didn't catch that. I actually crackle. didn't catch that one at first, and then I heard. It, I was like, "Oh man, this kid is good, man." Yeah, slick. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah, I love that shit. He's so funny, man. Yeah, man. I. I don't even have any bars that I can quote off and I, I should have wrote them down because I was driving. I'm always listening to the car driving. I, I mean, this album while I'm in the car. Yeah. I'm not like writing this shit down. It's all good. Sure what do you got, bro? All right. My question is what's, what's next for Prem Rock? Hey. What you got, what you got coming up next? Well, I'm writing this, uh, this record with these two other cats. Yeah. Wow. They're tough. They're, they're tough people to work with um, in general. Tell me not- about it. <laughs> I concur. Uh, look, hey, I'm slow. I'm slow and steady on this one. Um, yeah, now, right, right in the Sedale, uh, Sedale threat. We're going with threat, right? Sedale yeah, threat? Okay. it's not threat. It's not three, uh, right? No, it's yeah. not three. It'll be Sedale threat. threat record. Um, me and um, Kills, the aforementioned, 
we had been working on this record with a full um, kind of ensemble from Austria, which uh, uh, it was funny. Who told me this? Who, who was like, oh, man, call out culture guys are going to hate you for rocking with a live band. But it's not a live band. It's not how it's going to sound. We can still um, hate you, though. For that you can one. still hate me for it, yeah, because I was always kind of against that sound, as, as I'm sure you guys are, too. Yeah. It sucks. but um, <laughs> Unless it's Krungbing. That's pretty much it. Yeah, but no one's really... You could rap on every one of their songls. Or like you, L. Michael's if, Affair. Yeah. If you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cool pro- It's a cool project. Super, like, proggy. I'd say, like, I had a hand in, in a lot. I was there for a lot of the compositions being mm. built. And, and I wrote kind of there. Um, Fake Four is going to put that out. Um, kind of fits what, what they do in a way. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that'll come out at some point. Um, Shrapnel 2, I got nothing left to do for. Uh, so that's done. That's going to be a monster. Um, going to do some shows uh, this fall. Um, yeah. yeah, New England. We're kind of putting it together right now. Kind of scared to go back out in a way. Like, I don't know. It's like, I mean, Alaska knows he stopped touring. I'm sure the last thing he wants to do is get on the road after a sabbatical. Uh, I don't. I'm never going on the road again. I'm I never figured, going on stage again. I, I figured you would never go <laughs> on the road again. I, mean, I think you might have said that, but I, I just that's just my assumption. But uh, taking like a year and a half off after being constantly out um, made me realize like there's things I don't love about the road, um, mm. and I want it to be a lot more airtight you know i want i want drives to be really short <laughs> like i want <laughs> i want sundays to be chill if i'm out there for more than like a week i want sundays to be like can we chill out and like watch football and not be mm. struggling to do a sound check in a town where we're gonna have half the attendance because it's sunday you know yeah so yeah i mean but i feel ready to do it uh like ready to start you know i'm, I'm starting with the emails and, and the responses whatever because i'm booking it uh so it feels good in that regard i miss the biggest thing i miss about it is i miss being in different places different different cities with different yeah. energy and the different food and and people i've met before uh seeing them again and all that but but yeah um other than that i think we got a lot of work coming out as a as a crew um, definitely all over that vegas vic got a couple mm. on uh that uh lrh which i don't think you've said the whole title have you yet no i haven't all right so lrh i think i said it on the live last night but no i haven't said it it's like lrg yeah. right the clothing company it's, yeah that's the dave Chappelle clothing era i mean it's it's like it's some it's months away so i guess i gotta wait the best part about my album is like prem basically runs the last half of the album i was surprised when i heard it i was like i love it i mean not You're even like, from there's like me a, me again me also <laughs> well no it's not even egotistical being like oh that's, i love me some me it was just like oh all right cool like that like i like that idea if someone's going to be on a record more than once like why not like lead it into each other you know I don't there you know. go so shouts Slam to barry away. barry uh he uh arranged it didn't he uh yes he, he and i went back and forth but yes he I think he had final say. And then he, he also cut songs off of it. Son of a bitch. So well, now we got a, whatever next uh, amalgamation of Steel's Kitchen. We got, we got so he's start looking on wonderful. Yeah. Be real. yeah. Wow. To, all the, to, to the people, which I'm glad there are people who are asking about the vinyl. Uh, hopefully they keep it to a uh, polite inquiry. <laughs> I'm sure everyone knows that 
the, the plants are backed up like fuck. So well, working on again, it. Uh, working on other it. problem, as I shared last night on IG, because I bought a Aesop Rock Spear Whale Field Guide from GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> I saw For, that. 14 bucks. Can't beat it. You people know are mean? trying to deliver in two days. People are trying will, to blame. Um, uh, people are trying to blame like rumors, though. Is that have you seen? Yeah, that? people are like, oh, because fucking Walmart was press rumors. That's why your indie fucking album's backed up. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know about that. You know, whose album is rumors? Who's that? Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Fleetwood Mac. So like it's Fleetwood only, Mac only is running for fucking all the... sixty years, but got it, got to repress it. Who who doesn't have a copy of rumors? I have somewhere? like two down here because my fucking wife. Exactly. You could Come dig on. in a dollar bin and find rumors. Like yeah, like literally a dollar. Please, that's not the reason. It's like all the reason is to me obvious, right? Like we had to produce a fuck ton of plastic to to combat, you know, everything else that we were doing. Like, I, but also they they it's it's not necessarily unethical, but I I don't think plants were doing as much as they are now. Is moving the schedules, pulling yeah. the little small orders, moving them down the line. If a big order or, or a record label comes with a so like a significant order is yeah. making people move. They, I don't think they used to do that before. But now I mean, are. yeah, I mean, think about how lucky we were by the time our album was, was out. Oh, we was I was the regular the regular process. It took the like two months. Yeah. Two months to get our vinyl back. Yeah, I don't I don't pretend to know the logistics of uh, the lacquer and waxing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how the how the sausage is made. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it either. I, the, the cool thing is, I will say, is that people, I mean, the fucking demand is there. So if people want to spend 30 to 60 to to $100 to put that shit on their wall or play it, store it, take pictures, that's fucking cool with me, man. I mean, I think it's I great. It. I think yeah. it's great that people are like the average person is starting to recognize that there's value in it. Sure. Yeah, you know. vinyl's back in a big way. And I also respect yeah. that everybody's um, really showing patience like they know everything everybody knows we're all in the same situation 100%. Just, heard a lot just, of, just uh, don't be on my band camp and making a comment good record but but where's my vinyl like people doing that it's like what the fuck? yeah we have some of those happen. there's an email man email <laughs> speaking of comments the fucking uh culture uh yeah we got a couple did we read them on yeah the we got like three in the last Do week it. Yo, shout yes, out to you guys. Listen to the show, man. Fucking for Big real. Time. We asked. We asked. The what do you got? Yeah. What do you got for us? What kind of comments? Let me pull them up. Let me pull you gonna them read them? Up. Read them. Uh, let's see, let's yeah. see. Uh, Alaska is a quote cocksucking contrarian. That's asshole. the one. No, Stop. One star. One star. Yeah. Oh man. I thought, um, I thought hold on. Let me pull them up. Zilla is a loud mouth. We only get five star reviews, off. man. That's the way it goes with us. I mean, clearly. So, product. So somebody named DD Sweets wrote the best. Hands down, the best hip hop podcast to ever podcast. Wow, uh, the best there is, the best there was, and you know the rest. Much love. Well, you're the nice. best there is, Psycho um, You're the best there is. That's a five star review. Um, the homie uh, Big R three thousand. Just a uh, Big R. Yeah, he wrote the best hip hop podcast from a lifelong fan. Uh, it's the best hip hop podcast. Three friends, dope artists who, at the end of the day, are super knowledgeable fans. Uh, there isn't an episode where I don't find something new about about an old favorite or a new favorite. Like the substitute then, with Tom Barry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, wait, wait till he gets the snakes out of Compton. I'm telling you. <laughs> new new, then, new cat. And, yeah. Finally, the bedazzler. Um, That's my favorite wrote, uh, C-list Spider-Man villain. The you bedazzler. know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's spelled like the B, like B-E-E, so it's like a a, a bedazzled bee. Okay. 
All right. I'm going to ask you. Um, Go for it. I'll give these guys credit. All three of them know hip hop. Although I don't always agree with their opinions, I respect their, their perspective. I expect that um, I expected that they would know a lot about underground hip hop, but I'm surprised at how much they know about mainstream hip hop as well. Mm, Great yes. listen. So, when, and when they yeah, say they don't these agree guys with credit. The, I, uh, when they say they don't agree with their opinions, they just mean Alaska. They're like, can't stand this fucking guy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's Big R, is Big R the dude on Twitter that's from Houston? And SD. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Well, well, it says Big R and R. SD, but he's he's one yeah. of our, our, our main patrons. Okay. I I now I'll give, I like to give him a shout because he's got insightful takes on the Rockets, which he is uh, hard to get these days. Oof. Yeah, yeah, he does, he does, he does spray it. So out I'm there. like, you know, I don't always like it, but I'm like, okay. All right, yeah, you guys, Kevin Porter Jr., what, what are we doing down he there? He was big on the Oladipo wave, and I had him in fantasy, so I was riding with it. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll spare the non-basketball uh, listeners, yeah. but, uh, well, you know, shout out to uh, to Big Eyes Houston Takes. I, yeah, uh, big, I filed them away for future usage. <laughs> big, big Houston Takes. Uh, all right, well, I don't think we had anything more to share with the peeps. Steel's Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys as always, you know. Yeah, appreciate you. Great work, Prem. As always. Thank you. Thank you. And uh yes. and, and if anybody wants to know what I mean or what I'm referencing when I'm talking about definitive work, this is Prem Rock's definitive work. Factual. You send send all questions, queries, and inquiries to that record. And yeah. there you there and you will find the answers. It's a it's a really cool feeling to 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 hear and see all these people. Uh, you know, this is like your first exposure to me and uh, you know when you do it as long as i've done it it's cool you know to, to break yeah. through in, in this way and have people i didn't think would ever kind of really check be uh be up on it still so fuck yeah and shout out to you guys 101 episodes yeah the first yeah. episode i listened to your first episode like when did i come out what year uh 17 20 no 17 no 18? no i had 19 19 19 yeah probably yeah. 19 I was in yeah. I was in like Germany on tour and uh and I was like, but it's funny because like podcasts for some reason sound like they, well you know as long as the audio is good, but it sounds like more official version of your friends and you're like right yes oh my mm-hmm. God, man they're really doing this thing and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're really doing it you know and I was like oh wow the balance works out you know like these you know. The concept and now you're at 101 so uh you know, pat, pat yourselves in the back guys thanks man could have thank you brother a long way could have folded you know up I mean? the tent moved to another town like joel Osteen and sold your uh <laughs> peddled your wares elsewhere yeah Prem, well been, we did lock the doors to our uh to, our, to the quad culture miniature <laughs> yeah, yeah you've been, you've been you going a long time i don't shine shoes no more you've been going a while you've been going a while i know they didn't go up there and tell you the patreon's locked like everyone goes back well it's two more dollars now yeah yeah you're about to raise them prices after. Yeah, we're, we and we're charging ten dollars for water. No, actually, the, the Patreon's <laughs> the only thing that doesn't apply to um price going up. We have not prices Brick. actually going down, brick going up. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah after yeah. watching not a, the substitute, I was like, we should be paid more per month. That thing is oh. <laughs> the, the amount of time I cut a cash row just being like, What are we doing? Why just kind of <laughs> skip ahead, Alaska? What the fuck? And how many, how many how uh, many world building is what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> There's four substitute movies. We gotta watch all of them though. No, we do not. Uh, we don't have to do none of that. We're shit. gonna watch this, only the strong. We gotta watch only the no, strong. No, we're gonna watch I the principal. Principal, we'll watch that with Jim. And then Bush. we're gonna watch the one with the robots. You gotta watch that I think one. It's a class of 1999. Is it that joint? Yeah, that one. It That's the original class of 1999. Yeah, robots. They be class. fucking the students up. Yo, they stop fucking. 
You know, I just love the, the fascination of like Hollywood studios, up, like film distributors, up and the audiences. Is like, I just want to see teenagers get fucked up by any Them goddamn teen. There was a lot of passive aggressive. Yeah, they teenagers would get fucked up in these movies, yo. Getting beat up by the teachers. That's what the faculty was about. The faculty. Yeah. The faculty. I was just thinking of that one. Holy oh, shit, man. So faculty sure. are aliens, though. A whole yeah, they're aliens. aliens. And they're, they're, yeah, it's bad. I love that one. I love that movie. Oh but it's God. bad. All right. Josh Hartnett's last. Well, his bad. His, his, his great hurrah until he came to Penny Dreadful. That oh, was his God. last. Hey, piece hey let's, let's not Dreadful. forget about Halloween H two O. Oof, and lucky number seven. What you talking about? That's um, that's one watched, of uh, um, Buster Rounds fan. Um, fan. Anyone watch Quiet Place two? Yeah, I did. I, I, didn't, I haven't watched Quiet Place one yet. Oh, you haven't? Something's wrong with you. He's a hater. The first one's great. It's pretty good. No, I just haven't Ooh. seen it. No, no, they both. I, I'm not the like avoiding it. I just never saw it. What's uh, it's what? Isn't it dude from The Office? Yeah. 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 Chris Pratt. Yeah. No, not Chris Pratt. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. I uh. Let's call it, hey. Eh? Yeah, let's call it culture. Call out culture. We'll be back. Oh my God, it was dying. Yo, call out yeah, culture. We are here. I'm fucking dead. You can follow us on Twitter at Call Out Cult Pod. You can follow us on Instagram. It's full Call Out Culture, right? Yeah, it's Call, culture yes. call Out Culture Podcast. Pod Podcast. And, you know, like we ask, go to mm-hmm. iTunes, leave a comment. Leave a comment. And we're on YouTube too. We're all over the place. Well, don't so, be like, know. where's my vinyl either? <laughs> and, Love the you know, pod. Come, Where's my vinyl? <laughs> if you can, if you, Do you remember York, episode one hundred and one, I want that vinyl at Kingsland, eight p.m. on the twenty third. Come out. We're doing the Little Darren Crow's Feet release. Yes, if you're in the New York um, area, say what's up. We got the Steel's Kitchen CDs in hand, so we'll have those at the show. If you want. Right. Um, shout out to all the people that bought a role player T-shirt. It look good. Long sleeve oh, shirt. Yeah, it looks fire. Limited. Maybe we'll bring it back. Y'all let me know. But it, it did well. So shout out to them. And our Patreon subscribers. We love y'all. We know y'all love us back. I know Max and is coming. Justin. I know Max is coming through the show. Oh, shout out to Max. I want to kick with Max. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Solid dude. Doesn't drink, All so right. don't buy him a drink. All All our cultists. Keep it cold. All our cults out. Call out cultists. Call out cultists, keep it culty. Keep it culty, that's the next Like habit. McNulty. Keep, keep it culty like McNulty. Like McNulty. I'm what did I do? That. That's kind of cool. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. All right, guys.